Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm your host, Sean, and along with my fellow American Rodney, we cover what's good, what's bad, what doesn't make sense, and what we can't get enough of. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. It's red. It's recording. (laughs) Sean. So what's going on, my man? What's new? Welcome back. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, Man, I'm looking outside and I'm just thankful that uh, we're starting to head into into a little longer daylight hours here. Oh, for real. It feels like every winter I tell myself, oh, this is the longest winter I've ever been here. But after 13 years... (laughs) Nothing surprises. <laughs> well, this one feels like it's been a short winter. We got that one giant snowstorm, right. about a foot and a half of snow or something like that, and then three days later, it all started melting away. Exactly. Hope you got your skiing no. in. <clears throat> um, no, I, I watched skiing. I don't know if that if that <laughs> classifies as uh, no. We did we did some uh, some indoor ski watching. Nice, nice. But uh, then again, I feel bad about complaining considering what I've seen on the news, what's happening back in the States. Oh, yeah. I think it's most of the states in the northern area are Mm -hmm. all under some kind of winter watch advisory. I just saw something this morning. I don't know if it was, like, real or not, but it said Hawaii got some snow. Yeah, my cousins. I have cousins (laughs) on Hawaii, and they had put up, like, on Facebook. They were like, oh, snow. And I was like, What are you watching? You mean volcanic ash? <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, I mean, they, yeah, snow over there. I had somebody else that posted uh, a picture from Los Angeles. And uh, the, the hills in L.A. were, were snow covered. And they, wow. they actually wrote, Colorado, no, L.A. Oh, my God. That's yeah, insane. So, so I guess we should be, uh, should be happy over, <laughs> over here yeah. in, in the Swedish warmth. Yeah. Assuming summer still comes at the same time. Assuming summer still exists. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we know, I mean, it's uh, people's moods. I was going to say people are getting a lot happier, but it's kind of hard to tell. (laughs) (laughs) I think I catch people smiling every once in a while, but then again, they could be looking at their phones. (laughs) That's right. Uh, That was so crazy. That reminds me, that was one of the first things I noticed when it started to get to like end of March last year. Yeah. Is we were so used to just like throwing on a bunch of coats and trudging through the snow and keeping your head down and just getting where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. And then like in the middle of March sometime, my wife and I are walking back from dinner and some stranger comes up to us and she's like, oh, do you know how to get to blah, 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 blah. And we're both just like, whoa, a Swede asking, like actually speaking to us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it must be yeah, getting no, warm. Like- Uh, Now, how long have you been here? You've been here for, this is your second winter? Yeah, so October 2017. Wow. So, yeah, second winter. I would tell you that it just gets easier, but uh, (laughs) it it doesn't really. But then, you know, I had had put up a a post about winter, and it wasn't the most positive post. And, uh, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, winter sucks, winter sucks. And then I had one of my Swedish friends post and said, it's the most fantastic, you know, season of the year. They love skiing. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and uh, I had done uh, skiing for a couple years 
when I worked in the sporting goods and we did some tests and things, but, uh, you know, growing up, we drove up to Lake Tahoe and I, I don't think it was every winter. It was every so often, you know, mm-hmm. that was my, my ski experience, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's easy. I mean, it's, it, it's easy to, to give, you know, winter a, a tough time, but, but again, you know, it's, uh, it, it has its charm. You know, we love the candles. Yeah. You know, um, we we make our IKEA run and we buy enough candles to <laughs> to be visible from bulbs. space. Right. I noticed the funky light bulbs here as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm still looking for a big lava lamp, but uh, no, for <laughs> now it'll have to be uh, IKEA candles for now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah well, winter. Also... Uh, Go ahead. Winter definitely definitely has its charms, you know, and and it is fun. You know, we this weekend I think we watched a little bit more of the. Uh, ski competitions oh yeah you know then again you know the rivalry between say sweden you know the the scandinavian rivalries between norway and sweden and finland and you know i i think that having not grown up with that and not really being plugged in you know my my wife was stuck in front of the tv you know on the couch you know she was <laughs> you know I, I could hear her really getting into it and i was looking and you know i i got into it but you know, definitely not the way that she was into the uh, yeah, the not ski the same. That's so cool, though. But yeah, I, but I mean, that, that's got to be like like you know, like back home. I was never a, I never watched hockey. You know, hockey in the in the San Francisco Bay Area. Not that there aren't hockey fans. You know, with the San Jose Sharks, then you know we had access to hockey. But you know, hockey was never really a a big sport when I grew up. Yeah, so I, I assume that it's kind of like that back in the states, where you know, if you're on the on the East Coast or you know Wisconsin or the you know these areas that experience a, a similar winter to over here. I mean, hockey is like the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's wild. And then they also do like the the long ice skates here, so they can go out onto the lakes and the and the rivers for like hours at a time. It's not like <laughs> hockey skates. It's like they wear boots and then strap a, like this really long foot long blade on the bottom blade. of their shoe. And then they just go out there for hours. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that's uh, again, those, those two things right there, skating on lakes, you know, granted, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty well frozen, but the, those things right there seem kind of. Yeah, I'm going to let somebody else try that. If somebody has to take <laughs> pictures, right? I'll stay on the side and take pictures. Yeah, I know. I was watching people. They were over at um, what would that be? Eric's Dolan, the other the other week. Out, a whole bunch of people out there skating, ice skating, and like I'm looking, and it's on one of the major canals. So there's like right. further in toward the middle. There's like this big open water area mm-hmm. where there's major like container ships and stuff going through. And I'm like. E- if there's open water there, like I wouldn't even, you wouldn't catch me dead anywhere close to that stuff. Right. That's where you send the new guy. Yeah. Like, hey, right. new guy, we need you to skate up there a little. Go, go ahead. Get a little ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. Just test the ice for us. Take this pole with you and jab it into the ice a bunch of times. Yeah. Now, now that you mention it, though, because I, I, I saw that on one of my train rides, it was either into the city or, or out of the city. And uh, <clears throat> I remember seeing groups of people. Yeah, they were like on little skate safaris. They, they, I, these guys were kind of towards the like towards the edge, like in some safety areas. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody like right out in the middle, but uh, it, it actually looked really nice, and the weather was fantastic. So yeah, well then, 
one other Swede was telling me, and I don't know if they were just taking advantage of, oh, look, it's the crazy American. Let's make up some shit. But he was saying that, like, it, when it's cold enough, so there's enough ice and it snows on top of the lake, they'll go out there and plow a lane for people to skate in. I'm like, no, nah, come on, man. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. No, they they do halfway up uh, to Stockholm uh, on the train in Vesterhåninge or Handen. Uh, Håninge, they have uh, kind of a, a, I don't know if you would call it a lake area. It's more of an inlet. Mm-hmm. Um, they they plow there. So it looks almost like a horse track. Like um, on the ice. They take a snowplow out on the ice. Yeah, I don't know how big of a snowplow it is, but they definitely clear. Still, you know, it's some kind of heavy machinery. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you better again, be paying me triple, quadruple, yeah, yeah, overtime, yeah. everything to be doing that yeah. job. Forget yeah. it. Or it's the new guy again. It's the, <laughs> it's the new guy. The new guy, and they're like, "Well, we're going to test this shovel. You test first. <laughs> <laughs> he survived once before. He'll be fine." Yeah. He's like, man, I'm, I'm so happy that everybody invites me to these all these events. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's uh, again, it has some some real special special things in the, the winter time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And what about uh, Valentine's Day? Is there any kind of, we got that coming up tomorrow, is there any kind of big thing oh, that Swedes do here? Or does it even exist? I mean. Oh, crap. Wait, <laughs> Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Um, <laughs> Quick, end the pod now and then run out and get flowers. <laughs> exactly. We're going to pause right here. We're going to take a commercial break. <laughs> um no, I mean, I, like most holidays that I, over here, I, I think that there's probably a lot of candy involved. <laughs> right. Um, Liquorice. Candy just seems to be, it's like candy around everything. Candy around Easter, you got candy around Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, I I don't know. And I don't think, in, I mean, do you remember in school, Valentine's Day? Yeah, like handing out like little candies. And, yeah, and you little had cards, cards and and everything. Yeah. Candy little hearts cartoon and... cards that you gave to gave to be oh, my yeah. Valentine. And then in middle school, you'd have to buy the carnations and all that crap. And right, yeah. No, I I don't recall or remember my kids running in anything or them doing anything like that in school. Then again, I mean, I don't know if it's politically correct to to do that anymore. Can you <laughs> can you give somebody something without <laughs> being accused? I, I I don't know. It's all in it's the just, approach, you it's, know. It's just, just don't be creepy, and normally you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I. Uh, yeah, Valentine. Thanks for reminding me. For, <laughs> I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write that down. There we go. Cool. So you had uh, an adventure. Oh uh, yeah. my god what you don't even know the half of it so you know the first half so my wife was traveling out of town on works she was going over to um somewhere by florence to go do a training at a factory for some kind of special project initiative sort of thing so she was packing up she was getting all her documents together and all that and typically we keep our passports and, you know, important documents like that um, locked away and all kept in the same spot. So it's easy to find and it's secure and all that good stuff. So when she goes to get her passport and her residency card out, she looks in the little pouch, the little bag where we keep everything. And she sees, hmm, uh, babe, you know, yours isn't in here. And I'm like, uh, 
Okay. <laughs> so then I spent the rest of the weekend turning the entire apartment upside down and inside out trying to find this thing. Right? And I'm looking and looking and looking and looking. And during the process, I come across one of the bags where we keep the important documents. And it's normally where we keep, you know, old foreign currency right. or, you know, old cards like debit cards from when we lived in the States or back in London. And my wife is like, oh, no, you don't need to look in that one. That's all the currency. I'm like, okay, whatever, mm. fine. Okay, keep looking, keep looking. And so by Wednesday of the following week, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I cannot wait any longer. I've got a trip coming up in about a little less than a month now back to the U.S. And I'm like, well, shoot, if I don't have my passport and my residency card, you know, figured out and I've only got four weeks to do it, I got to move right now. So I look up all the step-by-step -step processes. I call the the embassy and they're, you know, once I get through mm -hmm. to a human being, they're very nice. They're like, okay, well, right. just call up the police, make a police report. And then, you know, with that, you can come to us and you can go to the migration office for Sweden and get everything renewed. Okay, great. So I proceed to call up the police. First, I called their lost and found just in case I left it in a cab coming back from the airport the last time or something like that. They said, Wait, no, that's no. The the, that's the police lost and found? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's scary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like, okay, great, fine. So I have to make a police report. How do I do that? And the lady on the other end, okay, well, you hang up on this line and then you have to call this number. Okay, fine. I'll play along. So I call up the number. About an hour 20, hour 25 minutes later of sitting on hold, I get through to a human being. And then I'm like, look, I can't find my passport. I can't find my Swedish residency card. I know they have to be in the house somewhere, but I can't find them. I have to make a police report and get new ones. So like, okay, no problem, no problem. So mm. they ask a few basic questions about where I last had it and all that, all that stuff and like, okay, so here's your reference number. You'll just need to make a appointment with Migration Sreket as soon as possible yeah. and take go into a police station, get a copy of your report, and take it with you. Um, because because as of now that we've made this report, your at least your residency card, because it's Swedish, is now canceled. Gotcha. Um, and then you'll have to call the um, U.S. consulate with the police report number to have them cancel your passport and make a new one. You'll get a new mm. passport number probably and all that stuff. Mm. So I'm like, okay, great. So I hang up and then I'm looking at what, it, what in the world am I going to need for a new passport? And it's saying, okay, you're going to need a valid photo ID, right? Makes right. sense. A U.S. Sure. issued photo ID, like a driver's license or your old passport, or even, you know, even if it doesn't have your photo, like you're a, an original copy of your birth certificate, not okay. a scan, nothing like that, an original right. copy. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, so passport's out because I can't find my passport. Mm. My driver's license has recently expired, which I'm <laughs> renewing when I go back to the States. So I'm already thinking, oh, God, I know the second I show up in there with an expired driver's license, they're going to say, oh, well, technically this isn't valid, so you right. have to try again. And then I'm thinking, shit, man. I don't have a copy of my original birth certificate. I think my mom has it in a safety deposit box, God mm -hmm. knows where, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get that FedEx to me, like, ASAP. 
So then I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And then I realize, you know what? I might have an old copy of a passport, like an old one, you know, where you renew and then they punch a hole in it, right? Sure. And so you can't use it anymore. And like, I know we have to have those sitting around. We would not have thrown those away. Right. So I'm looking, 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 and I come across the the bag that has all the foreign currency in it and old like U.S. credit cards. I'm like, ha ha, I think it'll be in here, like yeah. the old one. I open it up. I start flipping through. What do I find? My current passport <laughs> and my <laughs> Swedish residency card. <laughs> this is five minutes after yeah. I hung up with the police to make a police report canceling everything. Now, which bag was this? This was because you looked in all of them, right? Except the one that my wife didn't Except told me not to look at. Exactly that one. <laughs> right. So she got a flurry of text messages right at that moment. I'm like, you'll never believe what just happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you'll probably be getting a really nice Valentine's Day present from her. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but what an adventure. Well, uh-huh. the, that's the beginning of the adventure still. So then I have to find you know, a place to renew my residency card. I still have to, because I called up Migration Sverket and I'm like, look, I just found it. I didn't want to stay on hold for another two hours with the police station, right? So I call up Migration Sverket and I'm like, look, I just found it. And, you know, is there anything we can do? They're like, no, once the police report's filed, you know, it's out of our hands. Just schedule something to come in and get your police report. I'm like, fine. So I'm looking, looking, looking on where I can, you know, go in and renew my fingerprints and get a photo taken again. Look in Stockholm, nothing available till, I don't know, 2020. I look in Uppsala, nothing. Uh, I look in Vesteros, nothing. Nothing. Uh, Orebra had a spot available on Tuesday, yesterday. So I have no idea where it is, but I'm just like, fine, I'll book it. It's not Malmö or it's not, you know, Kiruna or something way in the north. So I'll figure out a way to get there. So I get my train tickets all sorted out. I go down to the local police station, get the paper report, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I trek out three hours yesterday morning to go out to this appointment at 1230. I get there, you know, punch my information into the machine. They, okay, come up to the desk. Here you go. And I slap down my card and my police report on the, on the table. And I'm like, so I need to get a new one of these. I thought I lost it. I made a police report that would have canceled it. So I just need to renew my fingerprints, take another photo, and then, you know, mail me a new card, basically. Right. You know, prepare to, like, have to expedite it, you know, if I have to pay, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. what it is. So the guy, he's like, okay, do you have your your ID card? I'm like, yeah, here it is. So he's typing in all my information. And then he goes, so who told you to come here? And I'm oh, like, no. the migration circuit, people on the phone and the police station. Yeah. And he's like, well, it says in the system that it's valid. It was never canceled. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? what? And he's oh. like, no, look. And he turns the screen around. And he's like, look, it's a blah, 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 blah. All this Swedish. He's like, if it yeah. was canceled, it would say this, but it's still right. fine. So I'm like, oh, great. So I spent three hours all this money to buy the train tickets each way just to come out here and for them to say, no, no, you're good. No, but you're kidding me. I mean, it was, it was was never canceled. I mean, mean, when I went to pit to the police station to pick up the report, I said, no, I found it like five minutes after I hung up with you guys. And she was the woman at the counter. She was very nice. She was like, okay, well I can put that in the report and then just take it when you go to the migration office because you'll still need to go. 
So I don't know but, if nothing had processed right away. And then once they said it was found, I don't know what happened. But oh now I'm hoping that it actually is valid through my next traveling back to the U.S. Okay, so you never got like a new card? I no. Mean, they said, oh, no, you can still use everything that you have. The migration okay. office. They're like, no, everything's valid still. Yeah, so like, I'm thinking to myself, us. trust us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bullshit. Till oh, I go God. through like customs coming back and they're like, uh, no, I'm sorry. Everything's expired. So yeah. oh, I just have to God. kind of trust in the Swedish government at this point, which I'd rather trust right. in them right. than right. like the yeah. TSA or something like right. that. But right, still. right, right. Oh my God. So yeah, no, it's I, been quite the journey. Yeah, so I didn't. I, I never. I never got the, uh, the the ending. I just know that you're in the process. <laughs> but wow, how frustrating is that? Yeah, it was wild. But I got. What's well, a good thing the, that you? It's a good thing that you uh, you didn't have anything better to do with those three hours and all that six money altogether there and six. back. Oh yeah, but then how of was course. Real? I mean, it was nice. It was <laughs> the castle was cool and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It was. Yeah. I found it, you know, kind of a little bit like Bath in England. Okay. It's kind of, you know, outside the major mm. cosmopolitan or commercial yeah. hubs. So it's kind of a country town. It's a little quaint. It's got like old historic stuff. So it was interesting. But yeah, it would have been nicer to go in the summer. When okay. it's not yeah, no, it, it, over, it's but... a beautiful Erebru is, is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. But it is, it is, it is kind of got that Donnie and Marie, little bit country, little bit rock and roll <laughs> feel to it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, it was so funny. So. I basically spent five minutes in the migration office, then left, got back on the bus to go to the train station, to come back to Stockholm, mm -hmm. to get on another mm -hmm. train and all that. So I had scheduled, you know, my train tickets, right? Right. So I get on, I was able to make the earlier train because they only leave going to Stockholm, I don't know, once an hour or something like yeah. that, the big regional trains. Yeah. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to get on the first one that's available. So I get on and the people are coming through checking tickets and I pull out my phone mm. for the little e-ticket thing right. and she scans it and she's like, oh no, you're on a train that's too soon. And I'm like, e kind of like, yeah, I know. That was the point. Right. Do you really right. want me to tell you the story of why I'm on a train right, too soon? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I've paid for the ticket. It's not a reserved right. seat. It's like, I almost yeah. felt like she was ready to be like, okay, you're going to have to get off at the next stop and sit around in right. the middle of nowhere, Sweden for an hour. But right. luckily they let me stay on, but I was just like, oh, that would be just one more thing, man. That was one that more just, thing. <laughs> that would have been the topper. <laughs> yeah. You're too, you're too early. <laughs> I know. Right. Mm -hmm. I bought a ticket for the train. Just let me go. How often does that happen that you're too early someplace? I mean, you should get like an award. <laughs> Right, you should be like, "Oh my God, you're early. That's fantastic. One, Thank you, Sean." One would hope, but yeah, yeah. That the, the <clears throat> we've done a little bit of, of train traveling, not not a whole lot, but there's a couple times during the year where we end up catching the train down south for you know whatever reason. And uh, I joined that points club, you know, oh, so yeah. like gathering points every time I take these these train trips, right? And uh, you know how the points how they work these things out where. You know, they send me this update and they said that I've, you know, I've accumulated like 140,000 points. Yeah, which is you know, good for that, what, 100 kroner? No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like I went in just to check what the points were worth and it was like a cup of coffee, you know. <laughs> yeah. And if you keep on, you know, and if you keep on going. But only on know, the train, I bet. Right. Then we'll we'll give you a cinnamon <laughs> roll. And I was like, what is that? That's like. Like two hundred and eighty thousand, but it was like pesos or you know some kind of. 
Oh. Yeah, that's the wild. bonus point system. Yeah, no, that uh, everything's well, I'm, expensive I'm, here, yeah. even the bonus points. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, wow, a cup of coffee, all that traveling. That better be some good coffee. Now, did you did you say you had a trip coming up? Yeah, so March 7th, we head out. We're going to be back in the States for like a week. Okay. See friends and that sort of thing. So Nice. Nice. Back in Miami oh. in the 305, catch a little sun. Right. Yeah, they, they, they avoided the the vortex, right? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the jokes and the memes were on point. They yeah. were prepared. They were prepared, but. There were, there were a couple, it was a couple, now it could be like a lot of years ago, but I know that I have a friend that lives in uh, Tallahassee and uh, he had put up a picture and it was like a welcome to Florida highway sign mm-hmm. that had snow. It was like frost snow yeah, on that sign. Yeah, it can get frosty toward the north and it can get frosty um, in the center of the state, like in, okay. the, in the center height wise and in the center width wise. Mm. every now and then um yeah. and the all the orange growers freak out because the oranges are going to get frosted and then the US is going to be without orange juice for like 3 days and yeah. all that stuff but every now and then toward uh, in the northern areas it can get a little frosty but the second the sun comes out it's going to disappear right yeah it was it was such a surreal i thought it was like a photoshop thing that he had put up but <laughs> i was just so surprised to uh to now, see it was that. recently a few weeks ago was probably around the time that they were getting the polar vortex everywhere else. It was like the 40th anniversary of, or something like that of the one day where Miami actually had gotten snow. Holy smokes. But this was like decades ago, decade, like 40, 50 years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine nowadays people would have no idea what to do and all the different cultures. I mean, back then you had, you know, all of the, the snowbirds coming down to Florida, right. you know, making yeah. their reputation as God's waiting room. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's yeah. like everyone's, except for like the Chileans that are there, everyone <laughs> would be freaking out. It's already dangerous to drive there anyway. God forbid there's a little right. snow falling. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people definitely uh, aren't prepared. But how'd you like to be like the, the guy in Florida 40 years ago? He's like, okay, this is it. We're pooling our money and we're going to open up a ski rental place. <laughs> yeah, that was just the... <laughs> hey, there's always some Florida man doing something stupid. <laughs> oh my goodness! But we'll see what happens here. But it definitely feels good to be heading towards towards lighter, lighter days and and weather because this the ice stuff that we've had out there, <clears throat> and just the uh, the adventure of trying to get to work without falling down has been oh, yeah has been pretty scary. And I mean, they do their best to to try and put out stuff. Well, it all started when it snowed that one night and then it got up to like four Celsius and then it froze again in the morning. So that put a layer of ice underneath everything. And then it snowed on top of that. And then it started melting recently. And then it rained on top of it, melting on top of it, sitting on ice. So it was like super dangerous. No, it was, uh, it's been, and then, you know, you go from it being ice all over the place to uh i know it snowed a little bit last night down here uh so when we looked out you know there was a a thin sheet of 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 snow Mm -hmm. all over the place but just enough to like hide those remaining (laughs) ice spots yeah because you see this blanket of white and it just looks like oh i can walk i can walk anywhere over Mm -hmm. here and then all of a sudden you hit one of these (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Well, what does that do? How's the driving been? Um, I I think it's been okay. I I don't drive. I I really I avoid driving. Like, yes, like like the plague. <laughs> I I I try to avoid driving. Um, but it seems like like it's okay. My my wife is a Swedish driver, so I mean she's used to this stuff. If it was me, I would be I would be slowing down traffic all over. I. I <laughs> I would be driving so slow. Um, my son uh, hasn't really brought it up. Uh, and he is, I mean, he's a fairly new driver, right? So he's 19. And I don't think that, I think that it's probably all my years of driving and all of the stuff that I've been through that makes me an overly cautious driver. <laughs> you know, now I'm, I'm never in a rush to get anywhere anymore after speeding tickets and, you know, uh, all the, the fun teenage driving stuff. Um, but I don't think that my, my son really hasn't experienced, you know, he hasn't been driving long enough to have, uh, you know, had those experiences. Yeah, the close I'm, I'm calls, not, say near not on wood. Exactly. But, you know, it, it's those experiences you go through. It's like, oh, man, I'm not going to do that again. For um, a while. You know, once you, yeah, once you, <laughs> once you have a, a bunch of those. But there are... I, I still don't understand the drivers, you know, on the freeway where, you know, everybody's in the right hand slow lane and driving really cautiously. And then you see somebody come flying by where you can't even see where the road is, or the, you know, that's. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that back in the States on the East coast, you'll have, you know, people driving around in whoever still owns a normal sized car. And they're, mm-hmm. you know, even in rain, you know, in like a big summer rainstorm, they're like, you know, being cautious, driving like normally. And then you see that, idiot driving 80 miles an hour down a city street just because they're in an SUV. Unbelievable. And I'm like, yeah. uh, people, yeah. you're on rubber tires too, so don't think you have some kind of major traction advantage over the rest of us. And your center <laughs> of gravity is way higher. Just saying. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. I, I Again, you know, I, I, I think that the older I've gotten, the more cardio. It just seems so uh, unnecessary. You know, especially we talk about how expensive everything is and, you know, with parking tickets and, you know, I, I, I haven't gotten a ticket. Let's see. When did I get my, you know, I only got my Swedish license maybe seven years ago, oh. but I've, I've never gotten a, you know, a, a, a moving violation over here. I just, I just really don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go down that road, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> Now my California license. <laughs> now we'll we'll just we'll just we'll just leave it there. <laughs> that has a special place in Bay Area police history. History, right? <laughs> Speaking of post office wall pictures. <laughs> hey, but one thing I did notice today, um, when I opened up the drapes and I'm looking out and seeing the sunlight is, you know, I have a hibiscus plant. Right. Which, you know, I love my hibiscus plant. It gives me my Very little, Hawaiian. My little, my little Polynesian fix. Yeah. Uh, but I, the, the first bud is on the very top of this hibiscus wow. plants. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think I paid that much attention to, you know, to flowers, you know, living back in the Bay area. But, uh, I think that in the, you know, in, in this deep winter chill and darkness, all of a sudden you really start taking notice and appreciating stuff like yeah, this. For so sure. I'll have to send you a picture. I'll post a picture when uh, of my hibiscus when, yeah, man. when it blooms. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, it seems like weird to say, but 
that's one of the reasons I don't necessarily miss Miami is because it was mm-hmm. summer all the time. Right. So I know most people listening will be like, what are you talking about? Summer all the time. That sounds amazing. I mean, it's right. amazing for like the first two years and then everything gets yeah. old. You know, you don't feel like well, going yeah, to the yeah. beach and going through traffic and parking anymore. And right. it's well, in the holidays, you don't the, have that. You don't have a transition of the year. It just is yeah. one thing yeah. constantly. Well, the the seasonal, and I mean, that's, I remember the few times that we spent Christmas in Hawaii when I was growing up and you, you really don't get that Christmas. No, not at all. You know, really, I mean, you're buying, you know, Christmas trees and things and it's, you know, you could go outside and swim and <laughs> come back in. I mean, the, in the seasonal. And I think that when we lived back in the Bay Area, I know that my wife really, really missed the, uh, the seasonal change. Yeah. You know, and she would talk about that a lot. And I, you know, I would be like, oh, okay, seasonal change. But didn't realize what that meant until we moved yeah, here. for real. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, this is seasonal change. <laughs> you know, the first time that the, 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 the breeze really starts getting cold and it like, you know, you're standing on the, the waiting for the train and the wind blows like through your soul. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't even through my oh, clothes. Yeah. It was it like. It doesn't matter how many clothes <laughs> you have on. You might as well be naked no. out there because the, once the wind kicks up, woof. Yeah. Yeah, no, that uh, I, I definitely did some shopping after that that first experience. <laughs> but I also feel with the season changes, you can also smell them. Like in fall, when it starts getting cold, right. it'll like smell like fall. And then in spring, right. when everything starts blooming, starts to get buds and all that, it'll smell like spring. Yeah. So it's got that little well, energy. You know, and it, what I realized too and uh, it caught my attention is uh, stuff like mosquitoes and flies. You know, little things that you just never really, you know, paid attention to. You know, during the summertime, you got these little flies and you got, you know, all these things. And during the winter, there is like nothing out there. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is nothing out there moving. There is a moose and uh, and a couple of deer and, you know, a couple of birds. But it's little things like mm-hmm. that, you know, that the, during the summer, you know, you, you really feel this, uh, this, this different when, when there is all this new life happening yeah. and, and, and blooming. I know. That's what I have to look forward to right now. Just picture once all like the little restaurants and cafes can open up their doors and then everyone just spills onto the sidewalk and sits out in the oh, sun. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, well, people have already started doing the Swedish pose. What is the, know, Swedish pose? The, the Swedish pose? The Swedish pose is when you stand, <clears throat> everybody stands and then they face the sun, <laughs> close their eyes and put their face up. So you see that, you know, you start seeing that a lot right now. That's the, the you know, the Swedish pose oh is, is, is when the sun starts coming out, when you start having daylight in the in the morning and afternoon. And then during lunch breaks, you'll see people go outside, stand and like face the <laughs> face the sun. <laughs> Get the photosynthesis working. Hey, but the sun is a lot more intense. I mean, that's one thing that, uh, that, that kind of caught me off guard. And I guess being up this high like global, you know, globe wise, I guess we're closer to the sun up here, but you know, the, the sun is really intense, you know, during the, during certain periods of the summer. Yeah. Well, it's weird too, because in the winter, because of the angle that it's on, like, yeah, yes, it's lower in the sky. But for that reason, when you're walking around at the weirdest times of day, it'll be shining right right directly into your eyeball. And you're like, oh my God, what? Ah, get out of here. Get out of here. I can't see anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I noticed that on the train yesterday, on my planes, trains, and automobiles excursion. It would be yeah. like we were yeah. headed away from – well, you're always technically headed away from the sun in Sweden no matter where you go. But it was right. like bouncing off of every possible surface straight into my pupils. Surface. So like, oh, God. <laughs> uh. So I may have been doing a Swedish pose yeah. there, just like sitting in my seat with like my eyes clenched shut, like, ah. Yeah, but they yeah, but they typically don't cringe. <laughs> I, I mean, you're, you're talking about a painful experience. We're talking about people trying to suck up the vitamin <laughs> D. But uh, no, it's it's nice. I mean, I'm I'm definitely I'm ready. I'm looking looking forward to to summer and uh, the warmer weather. But it it makes you a lot more appreciative. Speaking of trains, planes, and automobiles, I mean, we've had the last couple of weeks have been really bad uh, transportation wise. There's been a lot of delays oh, on trains and. Yeah, well, I mean the the whole stretch, you know, up to uh, uh, to Stockholm. And yesterday, let's see, Monday was a really good day. You know, everything rolled like it should. I got to work on time. You know, I left work, got home on time. So I was expecting. I'm like, okay, you know, now everything's working. Yesterday on my way home, there was an accident uh, somewhere, and it affected the the blue line of the uh, the subway. And I typically try and catch a couple Z's. That's like a 20, 25 minute, mm-hmm. you know, stretch, you know, and I get on so early, uh, on the train that I, right. I always have a seat, you know? So I just go ahead and put on my, my Spotify sleep. Yeah. Put on some gentle you know, rain thunderstorms. And, uh, right. And, and, you know, but the train all of a sudden gets packed because the, the train before us was oh, canceled. Boy. So, you know, the train, when I get on, uh, after two stops, we pass by where all of the Ericsson employees well i mean it's a big you know a a big hub but that's where everybody Mm. gets on the train so that train was packed and i'm sitting there you know i'm thinking to myself oh i'm just thankful i have a seat so i close my eyes and we're two stops before we get to central station they're like okay uh everybody has to get off the train at the next stop and then hop on the train behind us because you know we're so delayed that they have to my goodness. I mean, seeing the people, because you're, you're talking about a packed train full of people getting off, but nobody wants to move, you know, far away from oh, yeah. the door because they know that the next train. So it's people trying to get off while people are trying to stay, you know, what right outside. It was it was what chaos. It was chaos. And that's even yeah. worse for you because you have to get in normally in those situations i would say screw it i'm going to just take a seat and wait two trains and in two trains it's going to be empty for me but you've got to like catch all those pendle togs to go all the way out they only run so often i mean it's making yeah exactly no making the connections you know and then i mean i you know even after all these years i try and you know i i try and be as polite Mm -hmm. as i can you know, but in situations, <laughs> you know, in situations like that, it was, it, it definitely tests, you know, it, it tests your, uh, the oh, limits yeah. of, of your, of your, of it, your patience. I mean, I was getting pushed <laughs> and I was getting shoved and, uh, Sounds it, like was, London. it was, yeah, it was, it, it was crazy. It was mm-hmm. crazy. You know, so had I not knocked over <laughs> that old lady to grab her seat, then I would have known. <laughs> Just kidding. Just well, kidding. That's, that's one of those. But weird I made it. Things, uh, I, I, it's Swedes are very efficient and very nice people. But God forbid you put them anywhere near a subway train. Like it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it happened. My last trip home, um, I, I flew into San Francisco, and I was going to ride Bart. You mm-hmm. know, Bay Area Rapid Transit. Uh, 
to uh, back to Walnut Creek where my mom was going to pick me up. And on that train, that was another one. I got on at the airport where the train started. So there were seats everywhere. You know, I kind of doze off. I wake up when we pass through Oakland where the train all of a sudden is standing remotely. It's jam packed, but I'm sitting with my luggage. You know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, at least I have a seat. I close my eyes and then I feel somebody start tapping my leg, you know, and I look up and all of a sudden everybody is staring at me, you know, and I'm sitting, I'm thinking, okay, I take my headphones off and, uh, this lady is standing in front of me and she is like really pregnant. Oh, geez. You can see that, you know, she could see that she is pregnant, you know, so she's staring at me and everybody around me is staring <laughs> at me, you know, cause I'm sitting down, there's this, you know, and they're like, well, you know, she's pregnant. And I was like, we, I mean, I, I've been sleeping. I didn't yeah, have anything right, to do with right. that, <laughs> but, uh, no. So I, you know, but it was funny because people made it really, I mean, they told me they didn't just do the stare, you know, where they stare and like, I'm trying to psychically figure it out. I mean, everybody was looking at me basically saying she's pregnant. Why don't you get up? <laughs> so I, I got up and yeah, the but rest of the way. I mean, come on to give you the stink eye in that situation is a bit much. You were sitting there with your eyes closed and yeah. from how many other people were around sitting in a chair that weren't pregnant as well. So. Yeah. And I mean, I, and the thing about it was, you know, I had my, all my luggage with me, you know, I mean, everybody else, nobody else kind of had luggage, but, but I was happy to, to get up and do my little chivalrous Be a good citizen uh, thing, but it was, uh, yeah, no, I was a good, I was a good citizen, but again, you know, people didn't hesitate to say she's pregnant. She yeah. needs to sit down Had something like that happened over here it probably would have been more that that stare and you have to figure out yes what it is well you that you're would have gotten wrong. stared at here in london on the tube yeah. the person would have the pregnant woman would have stood directly in front of you with where her pin right. is because you get a special pin that says baby on board for the tube so you can get a seat but they wouldn't have said anything really they wouldn't look at you everyone would just kind of like stand yeah. really close to you and just <sighs> oh okay Okay. So not so much the stare as the, the just sigh. Just the <laughs> perturbed sigh, very understated, you know, very uh, Brit. Wait, so you, so there is like a, you get a pregnancy oh, pin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. But I mean, once it's like the morning commute, it's in the busy stations, all right. bets are off. Like when I injured my okay. knee playing um, real football, like not American football, like European here yeah. football. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> I had like the little crutches, right? So yeah, I would get on the train, but there were some points where it was just like, yeah, people would move a little bit to let me on. But once you're on the train, that's it. Sorry, dude, we can't move to even get you to a seat. So you'll just wow. be held up by all the people squashed on there. Just like the, yeah, we'll see. Now, if you would have had crutches and you would have put on a pregnancy pin, that would have been something. Maybe I would have gotten looks, that's for sure. <laughs> that <would have. laughs> Definitely. And I think that's a good place to leave it for this episode. I want to give a big thank you to my co-host Rodney, and I hope you guys learned a little something. Maybe you didn't, maybe you got entertained. Hope you enjoyed it, though, and we'll see you back here on the next episode.